welcome everybody the Ryan Getzlaff edition of Hat Trick Hockey. As always, Ant here with the boys in the studio as usual. We'll flip over to Rob first. Rob, how's it going? How was your Thanksgiving weekend? I'm still food drunk. Me too. Right, like I was felt sick for like three hours. I was so fucking fat. <laughs> well, we oh my God. we didn't stop eating yesterday. No. Like nonstop. It was good though. It was excellent. Ma's turkey is the best. Ma's food is always the best. <laughs> And we'll flip it over to I Wally. I love you, Misty. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll flip it over to Wally. Wally, what's going on? How was your weekend? Weekend was fantastic. Just doing a bit of golfing and Thanksgiving, turkey, all that kind of fun stuff. Well, let's get into it for a minute here. How'd you golf? Like shit. It was that bad? It was embarrassing almost, I will say. It was oh terrible. Well, I mean, if you only get to golf three times a year, how good are you? You know? Well, it does pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> No, 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 no,
Well, well, it depends on how French you are. Yeah, exactly. You're exactly <laughs> right there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> La Frambole? Uh, yeah. La oh. Frenier. Oh. La Frenier. <laughs> but uh, so obviously he went to the Rangers. Yeah. We all knew that that was going to happen. I was going to see, I was up in the air on whether they were going to shop that pick or not. But they didn't. So they chose him. Yeah, well, it is a good pick, right? It's a great pick. Because, well, we were also talking about uh, was it Eichel yeah. being traded to for that first pick. Yeah, and he ended Never up getting happened. some. You know what? Since we're there, let's start Taylor off Hall. with that one. Yeah. Taylor Hall. Taylor Hall signed a one-year deal. One million year deal. signing bonus yeah. and then $7 million on top of that for one year. As for uh, Eichel, I was kind of thinking, you know, uh, he doesn't like being there and stuff like that. Well, it look, kind of looks like they're starting to do a little building around mm-hmm. Eichel now. So that might change his attitude towards sure. the team. Uh, hey, who knows? They may, they may build a wagon over there. Yeah, Taylor Hall still out there getting the money he deserves. So there you go. Well, like I said, too, in the last freaking episode, I said, do you think that maybe he went into the like front office and was like, hey, like, if you don't get me some fucking help, trade me? Who, Eichel? Yeah. Could have. Well, he made you know his statement I mean? pretty clear. Because he's the that face he, of it, he, he so why like can't he? There, so. so why the hell can't he walk in there and say that? Oh, he can. But you know what I mean? They can just tell him to go fuck himself, too. Then you say, trade me right fucking now. Okay. Right? Try to say bullshit. <laughs> so let's get into all the signings and trades, and let's let's do it. Because there's a... Well, let's still talk about the, uh, the draft there. Okay. Who the fuck did Detroit pick up? Who is this kid? Uh, I don't even know. They, they had everybody scrambling. Oh yeah, nobody <laughs> nobody had him on their list. Yeah, I forgot about that draft picks, and 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 like all the 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 shows that they were doing, they were, they were like who you you know they're like hey who the fuck is this guy Lucas yeah. Raymond Lucas yeah. Raymond never heard of him played a uh, Swedish league beer league. No, I think it was Yeah, nobody knew who this kid was. That was. Well, he, was I, still, uh, he was one of the top prospects in the draft. Yeah, you know I mean? must know Probably just know not enough people. Had nobody, no, his name did not come up in the top ten. Not top that, 10. I, that I heard. Did you of, see you know them I mean? when they were all at the desk there on TV? They yeah. were all shuffling through their papers and shit. No yeah. one knew who he was. Yeah. Guys are on their phones, like <laughs> you just see him start scrolling, like. Well, I mean, once you start going through every single league, I, I mean, it. they say top prospects, you're looking at a hundred guys, you know what yeah. I mean? You might not realize which one he's, you know, like you ain't got that on your, uh, on your, uh, I love it. Side notes. Well, Detroit seems to know how to pick some shit up overseas. You think? But you would think that if this guy's such a, they, they may have got him in a lot of round, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I don't yeah, know. but I mean, I, I like what Stevie Y is doing. I got to say, too. Uh, me too. 34 million cap space and uh, making use. Oh, yeah. you think? Bobby Ryan picking up was a huge. Bobby huge Ryan. Signing. So who was it? It was Bobby Ryan. Who was the other one that got signed the same day? It was the defenseman from Stahl. Las Vegas. Oh, from Las no, Stahl was already signed. Yeah. What was his name? Merrill John John Merrill. Okay. So between him and Ryan was only 1.9 million. Wow. Well, they got tons so of t- tons of other deals. They got Nemestikov, 4 million two years, so that's 2 million a year, big deal. Like Nemestikov's a stud. Yeah. Playing for Colorado. There uh he's also the uh, nephew of Slava Kozlov. You got Bobby Ryan, you got Stetcher. He mm-hmm. was plus 10 last year. Yeah. And then uh you, you got know, Thomas Grace and Nat. There you go. That's huge. That's fucking it's still I, I really and, thought and, and tons of money go. left. Yeah. I was I was happy to see that they signed him. Some guys online were like oh da, 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 chirping i'm like the guy has been in the league for 10 years mm-hmm. one year out of 10 he had under 900 for his fucking save percentage wow. so nine out of 10 years he's been over 900 
and every everybody's crying about him. I'm like, are you serious, man? Like, think about what you're what you're saying right now. The guy's been awesome. Stood on it. Look what he's done in fucking. Look what he did in like Long Island, man. He was unreal there. Yeah, I never, never, I never saw much of him though, because it's it's the Islanders. Right? So <laughs> mm-hmm. like, we don't really get their feeds here very often unless yeah. like they're playing the Leafs or the yeah. Red Wings. Plus, so. Rob don't want to watch their games because because no, of that left wing lock. Well, so I mean, then, I like Matt Martin though. Yeah, just shout out to Matt Martin. Still. Yeah, want you on here. Uh, so since we did the wings here, let's flip over to the Leafs real quick because I know you. I'm sitting here with a bunch of Leafs fans, so let's. Uh, well, besides Jack, Jack's in here with us, but he's a Wings fan. He knows well, we got up. today right off the he bat. He was as a baby, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they they <laughs> just dumped Johnson to uh, the Devils for Joey Anderson. Yeah, uh, I've seen that one. Joey Anderson, 22 years old. He's got four goals, two assists, and 18 games. So hopefully there's some scouting going on on him, and he's a he's a future stud. Mm-hmm. Is he, what kind of hockey player? Is he a grinder, or has he got grit? Well, I mean, you know what I mean. Eighteen games is not really yeah, too, too, not much too much to go off. Of. Not too much to go off of, but yeah, like grit. I said, four, much... four goals, couple assists. You know what I mean? Twenty-two. That's kind of rocking it. I'd How say. much grit do you want? You got Wayne Simmons. It's only one guy. You can only be on the ice one, uh, one time. Yeah, right? he can handle it. You no, know, I no, I get that, but like I, I, I wanted that Gudis in. Uh, yeah. You know, I, uh, what's his Patrick Maroon? Maroon. Name? Yeah. Did, I want him to pick the him up too. Did you know that Montreal offered Wayne? way more money and he turned it down to well, go play Toronto in Toronto. Boy, right? Yeah. Scarborough. He Scarborough wanted to play at home. That was his thing. So mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, lots of other stuff though. TJ Brody obviously on yeah, four year and uh, the latest was Vessi and Bogosian. Yeah. So they were signed in and no, they signed Jimmy Vesey last night too. Yeah. So they got him too. So Well they're doing something there. Well now they're finally starting to do a, make some moves, right? Yeah, well, he he was a little slow off off the hop there. I was like, oh, what's going on here? I was glad to see uh, uh, Clifford got picked up too. Yes, he did. Like he he's making he made some he's making some bank on that on that deal too. Two million dollars he got out of that deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah, one million a year. Yeah. Uh, before we get too far away from Gudis, he signed a three year deal in Florida, two point five mil per. Look at Florida picking up people. Yeah. The big story of the day though was Hendrick Lundqvist. Yes, signed. Yeah, signed a one-year, one point five million dollar deal in Washington. He's gonna. They're saying though he's gonna be the backup, but I have a feeling they don't want to play that kid too much. So they need kind of somebody there that they can kind of split the time. And not to mention, what a mentor. Well, they're they're talking now. They're talking about uh, all these teams going the two goalie system, which I haven't seen yet. But teams are talking about it. They're having the you know paying the goalies the equal amount and. And uh, run in both of them so that you don't run into these problems when you come playoff time that your goalie's burnt mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. You know, look how many of these goalies got to step up and, and because our starters burnt out and they get to roll in and fucking they're fresh. Especially with the year that just went by and the bubble and that whole aspect of the game and like not much time between games. You're playing no. back to backs. You're playing, you know, like uh, five five nights on a seven on a seven day week. You know what I mean? It's uh, that's a lot of hockey for anyone. Mm-hmm. Also, Edmonton also has made it made a couple moves here too. They, uh, they Barry. Do? yeah, they did. Tyson Berry signed a one year three point seven five. But they also who was the other one that they got Trump there? Didn't pay him that? Guess not. Maybe he wanted out of Toronto. Holy fuck. And they signed Kyle Turris to a two year deal one point six five per. So that's not horrible for them. 
another big uh, big signing too. There seem to be a lot of goalies flying around the NHL, so we'll start. Seems to be the year of. Yeah, it's it is the year of. Braden Holpe going to the Vancouver Canucks for two years, four point three per. What do you guys think of that one? It's a hit, but it is Holpe. I mean, you know, you got to give him his dues. Mm-hmm. Where did you say he went? Vancouver. Vancouver. That's good for them. Yeah. yeah. Good pick up for Vancouver. He's, well, they're, he's a good goal. They're just starting to like mm-hmm. get good now too. Now they're adding that guy, right? Like, and also speaking of them, so they obviously had. Markstrom, so Markstrom went over to Calvary. the Flames. Yes, yeah. he signed a six-year, six million dollars per. So he signed a nice fat deal over there. Mm-hmm. So good for him. I like seeing guys get paid that play well. I love Absolutely. it. What did you guys think about uh, Krug getting signed by St. Louis? And nice that's like up, almost nice work, St. Louis. That, that's like max deal, eh? Yeah. Well, and and. Petro Angelo was caught right off guard. By I think Technically, he's going to stay. You do? I did the more I hear and the more I well, know. I mean, I, I, everyone's been asking him about rumors and stuff, and, and not, nothing's on the table. And the more you hear that, people are saying by this time, it's kind of a, a sign. But they're just they're not going anywhere. They're saying that he's either going to go to Vegas or the Leafs. Those are the two. Mm-hmm. If he don't stay. If he does there was no talk. Boston of him never saying. even offered Krug a fucking contract. Yeah, speaking of Krug, yeah, Krug signed a a seven year deal, and it's in total he's going to make forty five point five out of four in total. So him. he's getting fucking paid, bitch. Bang. So yeah, so that's good for him. But uh, and also Hudobin went back to the Stars. He signed a three year deal there as yep. well. So he's back with Dallas. Deserved. Uh, Cam Talbot is in Minnesota now. He signed a three-year deal since all the goalies are flopping around, right? Malcolm Subban signed a two-year deal with the Blackhawks. Oh, because they got rid of uh, Crawford, eh? Yeah, so he had to go there. He went to New Jersey, Crawford. He did, yeah. I can't believe all the names freaking bouncing around the NHL right now. Shattenkirk to the Ducks. Yeah, I was surprised by that one. To be fair, three seven five or something. What? Why do you think he went there? Just do you think they just didn't have enough? Well, I think he's just at or? the beginning point of uh, getting paid. You know what I mean? I really do. You know what I mean? He did his time in Tampa Bay. That's uh, won his cup. He won his cup. You know what I mean? Go make some cash. Go make some cash. Mm-hmm. Why not? Also, Matt Murray got traded to Ottawa. Yeah. I think that's fucking huge for the Senators. Yeah. Huge. Like, they needed to fill that hole, which, by the way, is that Craig Anderson was their goalie, is still a free agent. So, it's like him, Howard, uh, just, like, guys like that. They're still free agents waiting to be signed. I'm sure they will be signed somewhere, but I don't think they're going to be starters. How? I don't think Howard's going to be a starter. I don't, I'm not sure. Do you think he gets back in the league? Backup. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, mm-hmm. he's, he's he'll be a backup. The, Matt, the funny thing is, is that, that guy right there uh, is – He's made for playoffs. Yeah. Uh, his season stats are not that thrilling, to be fair. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? But you get him in the... To be fair. And you get him in the playoffs, and all of a sudden, he just has this switch. Mm-hmm. I don't know how it works, but... Yeah. He's fantastic in the playoffs. Yeah. Got to get him there first, though. So, Domi there got traded for Josh Anderson, right? Columbus is... Was, okay, was, but that was, that was the fucking deal, right? Josh Anderson, Max Domi, right? That was the deal. They swapped. So Domi signed a two-year deal in Columbus now. Josh Anderson got a seven-year deal 
5.5 per with the Habs. Ooh. Hasn't even stepped on the ice with him yet. Just but him and uh, deal. Domi and uh, what the coach named uh, what's the coach from Tartar up. Oh, is it Tarion? No. Um, lost for words right now. Me too. Anyways, they they couldn't get along. That's why they said they, oh, yeah. they had to move him. Oh wow. So, but did you guys hear about uh, Little and the NHL? Uh, the, all his doctors telling him take next season off. For, a little, for the Jets, plays for the Jets. Little mm-hmm. for what? It, it, I they're not going to put the injury out. I don't know what's wrong with him, but they were saying he, they were, he was told not to suit up for all of next year. It's got to be a head issue. Head uh, could be anything. Shoulders. Concussion. It, but I, I would probably go with head. Yeah, because it, like I be. said, it doesn't say anything about uh, what his. Um, doesn't give any info on yeah. it. No. As, no. as bad as it sounds, you can kind of fix everything else, oh, wait, right? Wait, wait, you yeah, can't here really... it is. Yeah. A puck struck him in the side of the head. Yeah. 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 So that's what I was just going to so say. It's got to be a head injury. Take, take, take the whole year off. Mm-hmm. Well, before we uh, go on with all this stuff, should we uh, flip it over to our interview? Yeah. And then maybe finish this up on the back half? Because sure. we could fucking keep going here for hours right now. Let's bring him in. So, this uh, fucking guy's a total beauty. Oh, he is. This guy's a fucking animal. So, uh... Hopefully you guys enjoy them. Everybody, Mr. Danny Birdie. Roll it. And this next guy we have on here with us played four years in the OHL, then made stops in the ECHL, AHL, and even a little time overseas. This guy's tough as nails, but can still score goals too. Let's give a big hat trick hockey welcome to Mr. Danny Birdie. <laughs> so, how are you? I'm doing well, guys. How are you guys? Great seeing awesome, you, bro. Man. Not bad. Yeah. Thanks for... Uh, for like making some uh, time here for us. So the first thing I'm going to ask you right off the hop, I ask everybody this is where did you grow up playing hockey? Uh, well, I grew up in uh, Amherstburg, Ontario, playing for the North Stars and uh, spent, uh, I guess I started when I think I was about four or five years old and then uh, played through the ropes there and then uh, went and played uh, junior C in Amherstburg and then after that moved on. Oh, nice. Who was your coach in uh, Amherstburg for the junior team? Uh, uh, Guy Cottrell. Guy, one-eye guy. Yeah, one-eye guy, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was fortunate enough to see him take one out one time, yelling at us. In I did, the too. Period. Yeah. <laughs> we, we were getting uh, uh, killed one night in Leamington, I think it was, and uh, and he came in just ripping and yelling and took his eye out, and it was. I was like, what the heck? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's a crazy thing to that see. would throw me yeah. off. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. It threw, it threw us all off. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Also, I believe my uncle played uh, played there, too, in Amsburg. Very pretty. Did you play with him at all? I did not. No, no. Okay. Just just wondering. Thought I would ask. Yeah. Yeah. No, the really name doesn't sound familiar. Uh, no, I think that they played. I played when I was young, like. 14 years old. So I, they played after me, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah. Go ahead guys. Fire away, man. So, so when, when did you start playing travel? Um, gosh, I think I played one league or uh, one year in house league. And then, uh, um, I was pretty fortunate growing up. I had, uh, my parents, they would build a, uh, uh, nice rink in the back and it had lights on and had boards up and flooded it. And it was, you know, just kind of skate out right from the house. So, uh, uh, we spent a lot of time in the younger years playing in the backyard. I mean, we'd go to the, you know, practice, uh, 
uh, in the morning, Saturday morning, or have a game and then play uh, all night and uh, have a bunch of kids over, over the parents watching Hockey Night in Canada and parents are getting all boozed up and uh, we were just outside playing, uh, playing hockey. Nice. <laughs> Sorry, man. My, my wife threw me off. <laughs> yeah, she didn't know we were down here on the area. Like, <laughs> That's all right. She's excused. Here? I'm like, we're in the middle of the interview right now. <laughs> yeah. Hi, Steph. Hi, Steph. Yeah. Hi, Steph. <laughs> Go ahead, boys. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I got a couple – well, one question, actually. I guess you got some uh, – Experience playing in some different places, Air, Scotland, doing the Eagles. Um, got a uh, little bit of time in St. John's, Newfoundland, too. You got to have a story or two overseas. That's for certain. Well, I'll tell you what, uh, playing in Scotland was probably the uh, best time. Of, I mean, other than living in San Diego and playing there, I mean, it, it, was, uh, it was a blast. Uh, I mean, we uh, first year I lived in Air, or I mean, in Troon, and then the second year I lived in Air, and uh, I mean, just not, you couldn't meet better people uh, over there. And we had a great team. So, um, I mean, uh, first of all, with the people over there, they were uh, just accepted you. They loved it. I mean, it was our games. I mean, I think it only held like maybe 3,000 people in the stadium. But, I mean, they were crazy. It was just like soccer games, you know, just screaming and chanting. And, um, you know, and that's one of those places in the world where a girl can uh, drink you under the table. Uh, Scotland <laughs> happened to me a couple times there. Um, but, uh, yeah, the experience was great. Like I said, we had a really good team just stacked and, uh, a um, lot of great guys on the team. And we ended up, uh, our first year, um, we ended up winning, uh, uh, all four trophies. They, they do it kind of like soccer. So there's four separate challenges, they call them. And we end up winning all those and then qualifying for a, a European cup. I think it was called at the same time. So the, the following year we, uh, had the opportunity to do a home and away for, uh, we played, uh, um, what was it? Kazan, Russia, Litvinov, Czechoslovakia, and Mannheim, Germany. So, uh, yeah, it was quite an experience. I bet. Quite a tour. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Did you get uh, anywhere up to Glasgow or uh, Edinburgh? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, we, I spent some time in Glasgow, spent some time in uh, Edinburgh, Stirling, all the castles. I mean, uh, uh, really toured around. I, I buddied up with a couple of guys there and uh, um, I mean, I met him at the bar probably I think the first week and, uh, <laughs> and uh, we, I hung up with him for like the two years that I was there and still keep in touch with him. Um, but uh, yeah, they, they kind of took us all around and um, had a couple of local boys come and visit me one year and uh, partied it up, uh, you know, quite a bit. Did you get any bar fights there? Uh, no, 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 not, not in Scotland. Uh, you know, it was, uh, we came close one time, but I think we were just, it was, uh, we were guilty uh, of association. We were hanging out with this guy uh, who, I mean, we knew a season ticket holder, basically took us out. We were shooting pool all day, one day, having some drinks, you know, sitting on the, on the couches, you know, really nice pubs. And uh, um, then his brother showed up and his brother was kind of a, a thug throughout the town kind of thing. And hey, we didn't think anything of, of it, but then some, some of his rivals uh, found, uh, uh, you know, they came to the bar and they found him there. And I think, uh, I don't know, he owed him some money or whatever he owed them. And uh, so, yeah, that was pretty tense. It was, uh, there was about seven of them. And uh, um, I think there were six of us. And uh, uh, I mean, they were true 
hooligans, <laughs> to say the least. So I was kind of glad to bow out of that one. <laughs> so how old were you when you got your first look from the OHL? Because you played in London and then had your last stop in Windsor, right? Sure, yeah. Um, well, I think it must have been uh, – so I, I played Junior C in uh, Amherstburg and then played there for a half year. Um, and then I went and played uh, hockey for the Micmacs in Chatham um, and had a really good year, played with some great guys, uh, Chris Bergeron, uh, Brian Wiseman, you know, played on a line with those guys. And I did really well. And I don't remember my stats, but uh, I, I mean, I think I had like 42 goals uh, my first year in junior B. And uh, um, so halfway through the year, um, you know, I had people approaching me like scouts and all that kind of stuff. And, uh, uh, you know, uh, wanting uh, to represent me and all this kind of stuff. And I mean, it was really new to me because I was, I always enjoyed playing hockey, but I was never a, uh, a student of the game, I should say. Um, so it was, it was, you know, it was just fun for me. So I had no idea, you know, that even playing junior B the next day or the next year, I'm going to get drafted in the league, you know, going to watch the spits when you're younger, you know, the, all the brawls and, you know, it was, it was pretty eye opening to tell you the truth. But um, I think it was uh, when I was about uh, 15, that's when I played for the Micmacs. Wow. Wow. So you got drafted by London. What, what was that, that like? Uh, that was, uh, I mean, it was a, uh, a great opportunity. I mean, it was a great team. Uh, I still remember the first day I walked into training camp and really had no idea what to expect. I mean, it was a time where we didn't, you know, didn't have computers, didn't have the phones, didn't have all the technology to, 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 you know, to, to, to track everything and, and have it just, you know, right at your hand available. So, uh, we, uh, first time I walked in, uh, sitting there and, uh, I, I see this, it was, like the incredible Hulk, but he was white. Um, and it was uh, Louis DeBrus getting sitting on the medical table. And I was like, Jesus Christ, look at this guy. You know, thankfully when I went in and took a right, I looked at the other guys and I said, oh yeah, okay, this guy is something else. <laughs> um, but, uh, uh, but yeah, that was great. That was kind of my first experience in there. And then uh, um, I think I got in my, uh, I, I ended up, I was pretty happy because I ended up, uh, the trainer said, don't worry, Purdy. It was Branks. And he goes, don't worry, Purdy. You're playing on a line with him. And I go, thank you. Perfect. <laughs> so I uh, went into training camp. And I think, uh, um, you know, there were some words from him. He's, he's all, just go out. He's all, heard a lot of good things about you. And he's all, he's a go out there, score some goals, get in a fight. And so uh, I think my third shift, I got in a fight with uh, a guy who played there the year before, Mark Guy. You know, it was just inner squad training camp and uh, did pretty good. And uh um, I mean, it had, it had a really good camp. I mean, it couldn't hurt playing with Louie, right? Nobody was going to go near you, you know, especially in the exhibition games. <laughs> when, when did you start fighting? Like, when did you realize you were pretty good at it? Um, you know, I, I don't think I really got in uh, any fights until I was in junior B. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I don't recall. I mean, I, little fights when you're little, you know, I get those little scrums and all that kind of crap, but, uh, um, nothing, you know, dropping the mitts and squaring off. Uh, I remember I got the, I still have a scar on my hand. It was a training camp in junior B and I was having a really good camp and it was the last game we were playing, uh, against, uh, uh, what were they called? The Bulldogs, the Windsor Bulldogs. And so it was an exhibition game and I forget who the guy that I fought was, but, um, I, I know he was a, a boxer in Windsor <laughs> and, uh, we ended up and good thing that he wasn't as good as a hockey player as he was as a fighter. Cause I was able to kind of muscle him a little bit and get him off balance. But 
we ended up going down and I ended up getting a, you know, slice across the hand and cut my tendon in half. And so I was out for the first like three weeks. And, um, so that's kind of how I started my, uh, uh, my fighting. And then, I mean, we were pretty good. And, um, I was obviously the fighter of Brian Wiseman and Chris Bergeron on the line. So, uh, I mean, when we'd go into, uh, into different buildings, it was, you know, I, I, I don't remember exactly how many fights I got in in my junior B year, but it was, uh, it was, it was quite a few. When you got your finger stepped on, my uncle was the referee that stepped on your finger. Oh, was he really? <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> That's Lauren, a, see, Lauren, the ho- hockey world's a small world. Uncle Warren, he did it. Yeah. We all about it. Yeah, don't, thanks. <laughs> it was gross, man. He's <laughs> like, I did the grossest thing. Like, there's a fight, trying to break it up. Kid's hands on the ground. I didn't know it was there. Boom, stepped on his finger. He was like, it was the grossest thing I've ever seen. Oh, it was terrible. Just blood squirting everywhere. <laughs> yeah. That's brutal. Yeah, it was horrible. Yeah, like I seen you did a stint in roller hockey too in San Jose. Yep. How'd you oh, like oh, that? Oh, roller hockey was fabulous. Um, uh, I mean, what a way to spend your summer, you know, move out to San Jose, California and, uh, um, you know, play. And then we ended up winning a, a, a world championship. I think it was our second year. Um, but just the different, I mean, we used to go, you know, up and down the coast, uh, um, out east. Uh, we ended up playing, I think that we were the last championship to be won played at the Montreal Forum. And we ended up, uh, it was San Jose against the, I think Montreal, I forget what their name was, but we played them at home and we ended up beating them there. Um, uh, but yeah, I mean, what, uh, what an opportunity to go. Uh, I mean, got to, I was in, sitting in San Diego when OJ was driving down the freeway, we were sitting there watching on TV. Uh, um, you know, so that was a few moons ago, but it was, uh, it, it was a great opportunity to go and, and you got to, play with a lot of guys that you would never play against, you know, from different teams. Cause you know, there's a lot, a lot of really good players on those teams. And, uh, um, you know, just, uh, um, it was, I mean, it was summertime in California. So we partied a lot, spent a lot of time in San Francisco, um, you know, rollerblading up and down the Hills and just, you know, stupid stuff like that. It was, it was a lot of fun. It'd be a rough life over there. Uh, yeah, it was pretty tough. <laughs> we didn't live in the greatest neighborhood though. Um, so that was, uh, I mean, we had, you know, sometimes if uh, the arena was being used, I remember there was a couple times where uh, guys would lay their equipment outside and it'd be gone. <laughs> oh, uh, did, you, did you play with some of your hockey buddies on that team as well? Yeah, they, they were all, it was all hockey players. I mean, they had, they went through this whole thing and had a draft when it started. And uh, basically they drafted, um, there was a lot of ECHL players. There was a few kind of up and down through the American Hockey League. A um, couple of guys who, uh, uh, I mean, Walt Podubny played. Um, uh, who else played? Um, who's the guy with the hair that played in Detroit? Ron played Duguay. in New York. Ron Duguay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. He was out there just hair going crazy. Beautiful locks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Gorgeous. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it was all, it was all uh, you know, top-notch uh, ECHL players for the most part that played and uh, some Southern Hockey League players. But, uh, um, yeah, it's uh, – I mean, I, I think uh, uh, we were talking the other night and I told you I met probably one of my best hockey buddies, Mark Wolf. Uh, you know, through roller hockey. Uh, I played in Johnstown at the time and he was uh, uh, playing in Columbus and uh, <clears throat> uh, met him through there. And, 
um, it's a funny story. We, so we first got together and, uh, we're roommates. And, uh, so we're going to the, it's our first time at, to the, you know, ECH all-star game. And it was in Birmingham, Alabama. So we made the decision to, we had like a little banquet and stuff like that. So there's like four or five of us like, yeah, we're going out, we're going, you know, so we went to a, uh, adult entertainment place. And, uh, um, so first thing we, we do is we get in the cab and there was a, uh, uh, the driver and he right away, he's got like this little pellet gun or a 22 or something like that. And he shows it to us <laughs> and he goes, don't even try and think of running on the fair, you know, like that. We're like, eh, no, we're good. Don't worry. Maybe on the way home, but you know, we're good right now. And uh, so anyways, we went, we partied all night and uh, we, we actually, we got in trouble because we showed, we had uh, pregame skate and then they went into like a skills competition or no, it was after the skills competition. And um, we had a pregame skate. We had showed up late for it. And uh, so it wasn't a, wasn't a great, uh, <laughs> great first experience. We played well, but, you know. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> when, you, uh, when, you, when you played with the uh, Knights, you played with uh, Freddie Brathwaite. Yeah. Yeah. Frank. What, what was that like? Uh, Freddie was a great guy. He was a uh, uh, really good goaltender. Um, I mean, very, very, very funny guy. Um, I, you know, you typically goalies are a little bit weird. Um, but he, he was very down to earth. He was very funny. Uh, I mean, he'd be, we'd go out to bars and stuff like that. And he'd be the first guy out there dancing and he's got a beer in his hand and, you know, just shaking it. But, uh, uh, tremendous guy, um, was a great team player and, uh, um, obviously went on to do very well. Yeah. You had some great, like, numbers there in the O. Like, your final year in London there, you had 38-37 for 75 points. And the one number that jumped out at me a lot, too, was 153 penalty minutes. Mm. So, what I want to know is when being from this, like, area, when you're playing for London, what was it like coming back into Windsor to play at the old barn and let's face it, the like rivalry was at its peak when you were there. So what was that like? It was, uh, it, it, I was always excited for it. Cause obviously I got to come home and play in front of my family, a lot of friends, you know, a lot of people from high, you know, that I grew up with or, you know, spent grade nine at uh, general Amherst. Um, and, um, so it was very exciting for me, but like you said, I mean, it, they, they weren't easy games. We all had tough guys and it, I mean, the tradition has been there forever. So, um, it was, uh, we, we always looked forward to it. We always knew it was going to be a brawl. And uh, um, I don't know if you guys ever, uh, I mean, you remember the old barn and where they didn't have the, the plexiglass around the, the, um, the penalty box and all that kind of thing. So <clears throat> I got a pretty funny story because uh, after we went back, it was uh, uh, Louis used to go, look at, they put up glass for you now. Um, so, uh, so we, I was having a rough night and always had the high adrenaline and went in and I think my first shift, I, I got a penalty, you know, and I'm like, ah, all right, whatever, uh, jump out of the box, skate down the ice. And I think I got another penalty. So after that, it's like, coach was like, get over here, get over here. You know, it was a, you know, shorthanded for the first four or five minutes of the game. And, uh, so anyways, I went back, had a couple more shifts went out, got another penalty. So this is like three penalties in the first 10 minutes. And um, I think the last one was kind of uh, just because I already had two of them. So finally I'm in the box and there's these, uh, I'm in there by myself and there's a guy behind me and he's leaning right over into the thing. And he's, you know, 
just giving it to me and he's, you know, he's spilling his beer and just stinky breath. And, um, and, you know, and then, uh, he's, he's sitting there with his wife and she pops up and, um, and, uh, so I t- kind of turned around and, you know, I stood up and the guy's like, yeah, what are you going to do? Come on, you know, mother effort, you know, kind of thing like that. So I kind of, and she's right in it. So I kind of grabbed the butt end of my stick and I just kind of pushed him back. I'll get out of here if you know what's good for you, you know, that kind of thing. And he uh, threw a beer at me, hit me in the face. So just turned around, just dropped my gloves and started wailing on him, pulled him into the uh, penalty box. And uh, because, I mean, he was like knee height at the bench, you know, at the, at the old barn. And uh, um, so uh, there's actually some pretty funny pictures of it. You know, you can see Louie kind of sitting there going, I think I should jump in. And the, you know, the, the refs are like this, no, get out, stay back, you know, but uh, um, so anyways, ended up finishing the game and, you know, had the whole Hanson brother thing at the end of the game and the cops are coming, uh, you know, they, they give you the, Hey, uh, cops would like to speak to you, <laughs> you know, kind of thing. And so anyway, I had to go out there and I said, you know what? I said, I was defending myself. The guy was right there. He threw a beer in my face. He said, All right. We just needed a statement from you and nothing ever really happened. But, uh, I know shortly after that, that's when they put the, the glass behind the penalty box there. So, um, kind of my, uh, <laughs> That's kind of my my London Windsor games <laughs> right there. Thank you, Dave. Always making good. improvements to the game. <laughs> always, always, yeah, always trying make everyone safer. That's for sure. Yeah. Anybody? So you were you were touted as a you know a rough and tumble hockey player, uh, score goals, you know, <laughs> guys through walls, beat the hell out of somebody. What, how come you didn't get, go to the uh, NHL? Yeah, well, that's a, that's a good question. Um, I, I, I forget exactly my draft year, what I was, uh, I was rated. Um, but uh, I think I was like right at the end of the first round or early second round uh, in the NHL. And uh, <clears throat> so I ended up uh, playing through probably the last month and a half, two months, I had a really bad groin injury and um, I was getting pressure from our coach and the agent. No, you got to play through, you know, uh, because of your size, you know, you got to show you how tough you are and that kind of thing. And I think that ultimately hurt me a little bit. Um, but uh, we went to the draft and uh, I mean, everyone was celebrating, everyone was partying kind of thing. And uh, we ended up going out. There was probably, there's probably six of us. And we ended up going out with a couple of different families and we were having a couple of drinks and all that kind of stuff. And uh, um, obviously underage, we were 18, you know, in Buffalo. Um, so uh, the unfortunate part of it is that we went back, we came back and we had a couple of drinks at one of the uh, other players uh, rooms. Um, and we, uh, so we're, we're done, you know, it's like, all right, let's go big day tomorrow. Yeah. You know, that kind of thing. So, so we, we all get in the, in the, I think we were on the second floor or something like that. And um so we're going up, we're going up, we're going up. And then when we get, I think I was on the 10th floor. So we made like three stops. And when I, when the last guy got out, he hit uh, floor. So my number wasn't punched yet. So I had to go all the way back down the floor. And unfortunately there was, uh, gosh, I think there was four GMs that got into the, into the elevator with me. So um, they're like, Oh, Hey, how you, how you doing? And I was like, Oh, pretty good. Where I hope you guys are on the first floor, you know, I'm trying to, they're all, and so there anyways, and they go, what floor are you on? And I go the 10th and they're all, okay, we'll go up with you. Got a couple of questions for you, you know, kind of thing. And, and, uh, so, um, I was, uh, uh, a little bit in, uh, intoxicated and, uh, just, I mean, we, we had a, kind of had a bad rap going into the draft anyways. I mean, uh, uh London, we, 
Um, we always had really good teams, but we, uh, we partied a lot too. Uh, so, so, you know, got busted for curfew a couple times. And, uh, so I think there was a, there was a few things that, that went into it. Um, and then, uh, I just, I just never got an opportunity, uh, the other, the next year when I went and played in Windsor or anything like that, kind of quit halfway through and went, uh, played pro. And so. Who, who did you do your interview with? Like, who were your interviews with? Like that were teams that were looking at you and like, what, what uh, was your interview like? Um, so I interviewed with Edmonton, Toronto, um, Washington, um, who else? St. Louis? I don't, uh, I think maybe it might've been St. Louis. There, there was like six of them that I, I can't really remember, but, um, I, I mean, I remember it was, uh, still what's his name in Edmonton. He got in and, uh, I, I, I don't even remember who the, the GMs were now, but I just remember looking at them going, shit, I just met with you guys like a month ago and at the uh, Marriott at Detroit airport to do interviews. <laughs> and that was the last, that was the last time I wanted to see any of them until training camp. <laughs> was it, was it one of them Glenn Saver? Yeah. If her, uh, he was in Edmonton. Yeah. Well, yeah. What, what kind of questions would they ask you? Uh, what'd you guys do tonight? Who are you with? You know, do you have anything to drink? Uh, you know, just really, really probing. I mean, it wasn't related to a house of the groin or anything like that. Yeah. It, was, it was very probing. And then I understand, I mean, they're about to make a big investment, you know, kind of thing, but, uh, um, you know, it's, uh, it's unfortunate that I didn't get a shot because I think that uh, there's, there's a lot of guys who had really good careers that I played against that I thought I was uh, a better hockey player. Um, I mean, obviously I wasn't five years later, but they had the development and, you know, being around the better players, obviously uh, it makes you that student and it, and it, you know, you just improve and improve, improve. Right. Who, who was your favorite coach you played for? Who's my favorite coach I played for? Um, it's a two-part question. Yeah, okay. Uh, you know what? Probably the, the best coach I played for was uh, Bruce Boudreaux. Bruce Boudreaux? Uh, yeah, so he was my coach when I played. I had a little stint in uh, um, St. John, uh, New, or, uh, New Brunswick, uh, for the, the Calgary's farm team. Um, uh, San, my, when I had uh, Steve Martinson in San Diego, he was awesome, too. Um, um, but yeah, I would say those are probably uh, chief and in Toledo was fabulous. He was great too. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, so that's probably, uh, probably, uh, I guess if I had to name three. Now, who was the worst? Um, who was the biggest asshole? Oh, it would have probably been my last coach in London, I would say. Uh, you know, we, I, I mean, I, we didn't see eye to eye. Um, we, um, I mean, he was a new coach too. And, um, you know, we were kind of having fun and enjoying ourselves and we we're teenagers. And, uh, um, so yeah, we, we had a lot of run-ins. <laughs> Leave it at that. That one, <laughs> one guy who you fought where it was like, I don't know if I should be doing this. Like, who's that one guy that really made you think twice? Uh, there was many. Uh, but the one that stands out that really got me good was uh, Ryan Vandenbush. Um, so when we were playing in the American Hockey League and uh, um, we were playing in St. John. And so <laughs> we were going out there and I forget who the other guy was that I was playing on a line with. But he was a tough guy. Um, something Simpson. And he was playing. He played a little bit uh, for the Flames. And uh, he goes, all right, you ready to go out there? We're going to do this. 
I'm like, what are we doing? He's like, well, he's like, I'm dropping the mitts right off the faceoff. And, uh, and the guy who I'm going to fight is the bigger guy, but he's all Vandenbush. And I remembered him from junior too. And I didn't think he was, I, I mean, I've never seen him fight before and uh, didn't know he was a lefty. And he goes, he goes, and more than likely you're dropping him too then like that. <laughs> I'm like, all right, let's, let's go. You know, at least it's a guy my size. So anyways, they right away. And then he looks at me, he goes, let's go. I'm like, all right, let's go. And anyways, we drop our mitts. And so we end up lining up and he, he lined up, you know, like a righty. And then he came in and grabbed me just went whack, 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 whack. I mean, he must've hit me five or six times before I, you know, even got one in. Uh, but he, he got me pretty good. I had, my nose was like kind of on the side and, um, you know, go back to the training. Like many of us have, uh, you know, you go back to see the trainer. They don't even take you to the penalty box <laughs> and, uh, go back to see the trainer. And he's like, you know, trying to straighten it out, putting the gauze up there and then you go serve the rest of your time. But that was probably, uh, probably, uh, the, my worst that I ever did in a fight. One of my last fights was a, was a doozy too, because it was, uh, you know, we were playing in the uh, ECHL and we were playing in San Diego and there was this big, huge Russian kid. I don't even remember who he was. Um, and, uh, and I ran him, you know, dump the puck in, do my job, right? Go run him, jump the puck. And so he gives me a two-hander. So I turn around and I slapped him right back with a two-hander. He drops the glove. I'm all, all right, let's go. And, not that he really knew how to fight, but God, he was so strong. <laughs> you know, it is, I'm 32 years old and he's like 19 years old. And I was like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, speaking of your uh, time in San Diego there, I seen your bobblehead. Oh yeah. Yeah. Pretty sweet, eh? Yeah. 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 It was, uh, it was a lot of fun. They did that for uh, like, go ahead. When, when yeah, you they, fight, it, sorry, go ahead. No, I was just going to say they did like three or four of them that year. And there was uh, one uh, uh, coach and then there were our goalie, myself, and then uh, another one of the players, Mark Wolf. Nice. Mm -hmm. What was that when, one? Oh, go ahead. When you played in uh, St. John's, was it like the – was the town like the movie? Uh, like uh, – oh, like uh, Johnstown? Sorry, Johnstown. I was yeah. actually literally just going to ask that. <laughs> Oh yeah, exactly. I mean, they had the Palm Isle there. They had the dog who saved the town. I mean, I mean, you could go to some of the bars that were in the movies and oh yeah, it was exactly the same. Yeah. That's and cool. the rink and the rink was just a, a barn. I mean, you know, it, I mean, you can see this, the, you know, when they ran up the steps to talk to the, when, I think it was Ned Braden when he gets benched. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go out there and I'm going to whip it out. Yeah, yeah, and we even did fashion shows when we. When we oh, yeah, the doors. <laughs> yeah, that was because that was a big joke. Because uh, uh, I mean, there was uh, the first year that I lived there. Who was it? There was three of us that lived in a house, and uh, um, and so we we were doing this fashion show one time, and we ended up having some drinks and you know having a lot of fun with it. So, anyways, that was the the, the biggest joke of the one guy and. Uh, uh, he was from, where was he from? Vermont. And his, his thing was that he's, a, I'm from Vermont. I can do what I want. And I'm going to walk down that stage and whip it out. <laughs> and, and he never did. But uh, I mean, that was kind of the, the, the gist of it. It was funny. So when you uh, played in San Diego, I'd always hear like Woody and uh, Stubby telling stories about uh, fish tacos. Oh, man. Were they, were they the best? 
They were, they were the best. Yeah. We used to go to this place. It was called South coast down in uh, Oceanside or no, uh, uh, ocean beach. And that uh, was kind of a hippie town. Uh, and, uh, right on the, right on the beach, they had this little shop and, uh, I mean, it was, uh, uh, you could get lobster tacos, mahi mahi tacos, shrimp tacos, and I mean it was by far the best. And they had the best oysters too. I mean it was it was just great. But uh, I mean that was just only one of the places down there. I mean that was. I know I said Scotland was probably the most fun, but the most enjoyable was had to be San Diego. <laughs> I mean you go to practice, come home, uh, you know, grab the dog, go to the beach, go swimming, hang out. You know, it was it was a lot of fun. We're wearing sandals. In, into the arena, out of the arena. Exactly. Yeah, all year long. How long? How long did you play there? Uh, I was there from '99, uh, and I got hurt in 2003, and that kind of ended my career. Wow. Yeah. So I was. I had to get an operation on. I tore my labrum and my shoulder, and um, uh, that was kind of it. I just never really healed. What, what was it like playing in uh, Cleveland? Uh, Cleveland. I didn't play in Cleveland. Where, where was it? Toledo. Toledo. Sorry. Oh, okay. Hold on. Let, let me go take a leak. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And this episode of Patrick Hockey is brought to you by Eric Standell, Remax Realtor. If you want your house sold, you need to call Eric. You boys know him, eh? Oh, so yeah. Like Atlanta, Toledo. Total beaut. Total um, Toledo is one of those towns that if you've ever, if you ever asked anybody who's played there, they'll say it was fabulous, especially playing at the old gardens. Um, I think that every – every player should play in Toledo. <laughs> I mean, you know, I, I was pretty fortunate. Uh, I think a lot of history between the team, uh, two teams that I played for um, uh, Toledo and um, uh, Johnstown. So pretty fortunate, a lot of history there. A lot, you know, I mean, obviously uh, the chiefs, you know, that's where the, the, the slap shot was filmed um, in Johnstown and Toledo, great teams, always, you know, great winning history. Um, you were, really treated very well around town um uh partied a lot uh um yeah it was just it, it was great i mean it, it had great teams you know it played you know my first little stint uh in toledo it was uh you know right after i uh left halfway through the year in windsor and went there because uh uh you know barry played there potomsky rest in peace you know and uh um so I knew somebody there, you know, Rick Corva was there, a guy who I played junior with in London. So it was, uh, it was nice. And it was, um, you know, I think my first uh, game was we, uh, they flew me down to Nashville. And I think I was the only one on the team without fake ID uh, or who wasn't old enough to drink. So, uh, so I ended up sitting there and I was drinking in the bus with the, um, with the bus driver. And uh, so, yeah, but Toledo was, Toledo was five. It's a really good party town. Um, you know, uh, beautiful downtown. Um, and, you know, and then just playing in that little barn was, um, I mean, especially for my style of game, it was, you know, dump, I dumped that corner in there. You better hurry up because I'm going to run you right through the boards kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when, when you, when you played like in, uh, was it, it's Charlestown or Johnstown? Johnstown. Yep. Yeah. When, when you, when you played in Johnstown, uh, was was the team built like the Chiefs as well? Um, no, we. Uh, I mean, we were like a fourth place team. 
Um, I mean, we had some really good guys, um, but uh, I mean, there was better teams. Um, you know, we had um, we did we did have a few really tough guys though. Um, I remember there was uh, it was Brandon Christian, um, and he had a brother too. And I forget what his name was, uh, but I mean, he was just, he came to the team and um, tried out for the team as a defenseman and didn't make it. And then try, tried out as a goalie. Uh, I mean, but just, he would just destroy guys. He was just a big monster. Um, he tried out as a forward and then he tried out as a goalie. Oh yeah. Yeah. And he made it as the goalie <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, as a backup goalie. Um, and he, he, he got out a couple fights as a goalie too. So um but yeah, he was just a monster and uh, um, trying to think we never really had, um, you know, I mean, there was a lot of fights and stuff, but it wasn't, you know, a lot of goon goon hockey. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was, I mean, Johnstown was fun. Same, same as Toledo, you know, just great people, great history, uh, lots of parties. I mean, we had one year, I think it was, yeah, it was our first year we had uh uh, team meeting <laughs> and uh, uh, coach banned everyone from coming to our house where we live. There was three of us, um, you know, so it was just cause everyone would just go and miss curfew and, you know, do whatever the hell you wanted. And uh, you know, you show, show up at practice the next day, not feeling all that great. And uh, so it was funny because uh, um, we put like no trespassing signs up on our yard, you know, and we're like, people are still coaches. Like, I know people are still going over there. And we're like, Hey, I got no trespassing signs up and you know, like he's like, don't, don't fuck with me right now. (laughs) Yeah, it was fun. We had a really good group of guys there. And uh, uh, like I said, lots of parties. I mean, it was, yeah. That's insane. That would be insane to play there because that league was nuts. eh? It just, it, it had its moments. I mean, there were some really good hockey players in there back then. Um, but, you, you know, you had the guys who would try out as a goalie and a defenseman, too, who just wanted to fight all the time, you know. So it was, you know, it was uh, – there was this one guy from uh, – uh, where was he from? It was when I played in Toledo. I think his name was Patrick Gladue, and he was just right out of the Coet Major Junior Hockey League. And he was, you know, a decent hockey player and stuff. But, I mean, his knuckles and his – I mean, he didn't even have any. Like, one was down here, one was up here, and, you know, and, and all he wanted to do was fight. That's it. Just put me out there to fight, you know, and, and I mean, those, those guys always found guys to fight, but you know, it was, uh, troubling sometimes. Billy told me to ask you what's, what's the punch out bar. The punch out bar. I don't think I know. Really? Punch out. I mean, as in fight bar. I don't know. He just said, ask any what the punch out bar is. The punch out bar. Huh. I don't know. <laughs> We're going to have to get him back on next time to expand a little bit on it because I don't, I, I mean, there was. Hey, he didn't tell you? No. He said, let Denny tell you. Oh. Yeah. Well, he could have gave me like a little bit more info. Yeah. Info. To lead. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know. The punch out. Yeah. You did. go, Bill. <laughs> was it, was it, what, what city was it in? He didn't say. He just he didn't say. Put it down as the punch out bar. Said, I asked, asked Denny what the punch out bar. Is there a bar that you used to go and always get in fights at? Um, <laughs> or was that well, bar? <laughs> no, but I, I mean, there, when we played junior, there was uh, there was some fights, but I forget what the name of that. It wasn't. I know it wasn't called the punch out bar. Um, yeah, I don't know what he's uh, what he's referencing. 
I'm a fucking Texan right now. <laughs> Ask me what city it was in. <laughs> I might be able to expand on it. <laughs> and then he told me to bring up who's uh, shit kid. Oh, geez. Uh, that's that's one of my buddies from uh, California that I hung out with uh, while I was playing there. And uh, um, great guy. His, I mean, his parents were Canadian. They're from uh, Sarnia. Um, and, and he tried out a couple of times, but he was uh, um, a great guy who got into some uh, issues and uh, has since made better. And uh, that's about all I'll say about that. <laughs> but, but what a great guy. I mean, you guys would all love him. Yeah. Yeah. And if, and if he wanted to come on here and tell the story, he would, but I don't think he would. Oh, okay. <laughs> No throwing under the bus. Oh, yeah, no, not with him. Did you guys do any crazy, like, rookie uh, parties or anything like that? Like, anything, like, funny happen? Or... You know what? The, probably the craziest thing. I mean, I know there, you hear a lot of stuff now about, you know, just crazy stuff that's going on. Um, I mean, there was a little bit with London, but not really <clears> – <throat> not anything that you're hearing about, like, in the news nowadays. Um I think probably the craziest thing we did uh, that I've been involved with that I can remember was in uh, um, when I played in Chatham and they used to have this thing called red feather and it was like a big football tournament where all the high schools and everything played. So <clears throat> we had to uh, go out and obviously we drank a bunch and that kind of thing. And then we had to uh, um, with all the rookies on their team, we had to go to the football game just in our jock and we had to go so i think there was like 10 of us rookies and so we had to go and we had to jump on the field <clears throat> at halftime and we had to uh go grab the ball from the middle of the field and just in our jock straps in our helmets on run to the goal line and try and set up a play and try and get a touchdown and uh, so i mean that was a lot of fun and i mean we were drinking and yeah i mean that 15 years old or whatever, but, uh, um, uh, there was actually, uh, four guys who played or went to high school at the schools who were playing in the game and they ended up getting suspended from school. And <laughs> so, but yeah, not, none of that, all this crazy stuff that you hear about now. No. Oh, sorry. So I did text Billy. Was it like the Aberdeen? Uh, it was, it was more bikerish, I think. Yeah. I, I thought think. the Aberdeen was too. Yeah. You know, I don't even know if I've ever been to the Aberdeen. It was like a metal bar. I remember the very first time we pulled in there, we were going away. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> a cop's got a girl in the air. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. This other girl's just wailing on the cop. And I'm like, yeah. we're fucking going in here? Well, I got the spike hair, the mullet. I'm like, I don't <laughs> want to go in here. Yeah. Well, and the rideout, the rideout had like a big patio kind of in the back. So it was, there was a lot of bikers and stuff. And, you know, so yeah. it was, it was, uh, you tread on thin water. The big ramp? The what? Rideout's the one with the big ramp up to it. Isn't yeah. It? yeah. 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 That's, I'm going back a lot of years and a lot of bars right now. We are. <laughs> hey, so one, one thing I got to ask you, you know what I mean? Like, uh, we usually ask on the show at one point, but you know, so this is your chance. It's a, it's a, I don't give a fuck moment and, and throw some <laughs> under the bus for us. Throw some people in it. I'm not a big thrower under the bus. Cause I was usually right there with them. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> What's that? 
the, the bus was going over top of both of you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Um, God, I'll, I'll tell you, probably my craziest time that I ever, uh, um, and it, it, you know, and it, I mean, this is kind of throwing everyone under the bus, so it doesn't really matter. Um, the, uh, when we played in Scotland and we won uh, our, our four trophies and we went into this, you know, European Cup thing. And um, so we're in Litvinov and Czechoslovakia. And I think we were there for like five days or whatever. And uh, so we got it one game there, you know, practice a couple days, a couple travel days kind of thing. And um, it was our, uh, our assistant coach was Milan Figala. That was his name. And he was a, uh, he played for the Czech national team, like when they won their only uh, gold medal, I think. And, and he was the captain of the team, I believe. So anyways, we're playing in his hometown. Litvinov is the, um, you know, Jaeger came from there, you know, really big hockey town and stuff like that. So it was funny. He goes, uh, comes in and his, his, his pregame speeches and he had this real strong Czechoslovakian accent and he comes in and he goes, all right, boys, if we win this game tonight, I got a big surprise for you, you know, kind of thing like that. Anyways, we go out there and lose. And, uh, uh, I think we lost like four to three. Um, and it was, you know, one of those games too, where they got the open roof and the snow's coming down, you know, through the, through the game. So yeah, it was pretty cool. And, uh, so anyways, uh, game ends, we lose and he comes in and he goes, all right, boys, we didn't win, but we're going to win tonight. And what he had done was he had booked out uh, a brothel. Um, so we, all, <laughs> so the whole team, you know, we all, I mean, not the whole team, uh, I'll, you know, leave a couple guys out. Um, but we, we went there and it was, uh, I mean, he booked it out. They had a bar, um, you know, they had a, a, a bunch of beautiful women dancing, you know, kind of thing. And uh, um, so we ended up, I mean, this was like a one o'clock game that we were at. And so we were there by six o'clock and um, I remember throughout the night and stuff like that, like they had a, a stage and stuff like that where the girls would, you know, they dance on their poles and stuff like that. Well uh, anyways, there was me and a couple other guys, we, you know, geared right down and all we had was toques on and we're up on the stage dancing. And um, so that, I mean, it was a blast. And so we're, we're coming back in the bus. So the bus is still parked out front of this place. And, uh, so it was like, I don't know, five, six in the morning. And, um, <laughs> so we're all, all right, we got to go, you know, we got to, we got to get on our bus to go to the, you know, to the airport or whatever like that and grab all our stuff. And, and, uh, so everyone's got to do a roommate check. And, uh, so there was, <laughs> there was, uh, one, one guy who I won't mention his name, but, um, there was one guy who, uh, was late for the bus cause we had a six o'clock departure. And so we're like, all right, well, you know, where's he at and next thing you know we see him you know he's got his clothes and he's got them all bundled up and he's running to the bus and uh you can just hear you know there's a lady up in the thing bye we'll see you next time you know just kind of like that so i mean that that was that was greatest uh, loss ever <laughs> oh oh that yeah exactly the best loss ever and uh so that was a lot of fun and then uh we went the next night uh we went to prague and we ended up span, uh, staying like a, a day and a half in Prague or something like that. And uh, so we immediately, we just went out and uh, hit the town and went to a bunch of Irish pubs and um, uh, ended up going to uh, uh, another, uh, like a, I think it was called Goldfingers or something like that. It was like a strip bar or something like that. And 
this is one of those places where it was cheaper to buy, buy a big bottle of vodka than just buy two glasses of, you know, uh, you know, like the orange juice and vodka kind of thing. So uh, that, that was, uh, I mean, we, we got, there was like 10 of us, I think they were at there and we just, you know, spent a bunch of money and just ha had a blast. It was, it was a lot of fun. Sounds like it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That Europe. I mean, when you go there to play hockey, I mean, you know, I'm sure that you got some guys on here that have played uh, there uh, before and uh, it's uh, it's a different, it's a different scene. Okay. So you, uh, your name, Jersey and the hockey hall of fame. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We had, uh, so my, uh, the last year that we were in the West coast hockey league, I was playing in San Diego and uh, we ended up winning the, um, it was the last year before the West coast hockey league joined with the East coast hockey league. So uh, we ended up winning and I was the captain at the time of the San Diego team. So then uh, I was approached to have my Jersey placed in the hockey hall of fame. So yeah, that was, that was pretty cool. That's probably one of the highlights of my, uh, um, my career. And it was funny because when they had the all-star game in LA, um, they had kind of a, a display of the West Coast Hockey League, you know, the history of it and that kind of thing. And uh, end up getting a bunch of, you know, pictures from some people that I knew out there that uh, they're all, hey, look at your jerseys here. You know, so it was displayed in a really nice thing. So, so yeah, if you ever want to check it out, uh, you just you'll have to call Toronto and tell them that you want it displayed on the, the day that you're there and they'll display it. <laughs> I don't think I don't think it's as prevalent as the Gretzky ones or the similar ones. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I doubt the guy handling my jersey has white gloves on. <laughs> Probably all kinds of blood all over. Yeah. But but it was pretty cool. Yeah, it was. I mean, it was the one I wore through the playoffs. So there was, you know, it, it's uh, it was pretty cool. It was all torn up and sewn, and so yeah, it looks pretty cool. Awesome. Way way yeah. should look. That's right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so what, one, one, one final question from me is, uh, so I like to ask the guys, like, you know how baseball players have their walk-up music? If you would have had a goal-scoring song, what would it have been? Oh, man. <laughs> Put them on the spot. Yeah. Um, God. So after I score a goal, what, what I would want played? Your tune comes on. Yeah. Uh, that stupid fucking horn. Yeah. Uh, that's a good one. You know what? The first thing that pops to my head is Regulate by Warren G for some reason. I don't know. <laughs> and I don't know if it's just Regulate. I don't know. Uh, uh, yeah, you know what? I don't know. Um, you know what? I always liked uh, – uh, Thunderstruck when we used to play London and used to play, uh, you know, going into Niagara Falls Thunder. I mean, they had a scary, tough team, you know, they're just loud ACDC blasting. I mean, that was always a good one, but yeah, that's a good question. I'll, I'm going to stick with my Warren G regulate. <laughs> I love it. I'm not even sure heard or know who that is um, oh yeah listen to it. it'll be your new favorite song <laughs> i have uh, when was like that song and like how long ago oh god i don't know a long time yeah i don't know and it's it's been around for a, a while but uh i don't know I, I just uh i don't know that's the first thing that popped in my mind because you know, you're just regulating i don't know <laughs> take that you know <laughs> that's awesome you guys have anything you guys uh I'm good. I'm good. All right, man. We Thanks just, a lot. Yeah, man. we just got to say thank you, man, for yeah, like an hour with us yeah. just shooting the shit. That was fun. It's been awesome. Yeah. 
Yeah, we'll do it again sometime. Yeah, hope, I, ho- hope I was uh, open enough. I was thinking about it, and I was just like, you know, I got borders and stuff like that. But uh, yeah. uh, there's some good. Glad the Czechoslovakia story came out. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, it was funny, man. <laughs> All right, buddy. Thank you so much. Cheers, man. All right, guys. Have a good one. See ya. And this next episode of Hat Trick Hockey is brought to you by Direct Electric, serving the Windsor-Essex County area for all your electrical needs. Call 519-796-8913. That's Direct Electric. Around Around the the corner, corner, around around the the clock. clock. There he is, folks. Mr. Danny Purdy, that guy. Is an animal. What a fucking beaut. Yeah. Hey, and how about our first our first uh, Hall of Famer on the uh, podcast? <laughs> Absolutely. His shit's in the Hall of Fame. That's fucking awesome. I know. That's crazy. What a fucking stud. He's funny, Total man. Beaut. What about the, when he goes all the way down in the freaking elevator and the door opens oh. up and it's three NHL GMs? Like, oh. At that time in your oh, life. My heart just sank right in my chest when he fucking I, oh, told me. Your heart sinks to your butthole. Oh, yeah. That yeah. Your entire life, you're just dreaming of that moment. Yeah. But not like that. Yeah. <laughs> man. No, no, no. So I'm, could you I'm imagine fine. about how how this guy Denny would have would have liked the the new league we got going now? Oh. No 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 touching. Oh. Is there no touch policy now in the area? Yes, well, I mean uh, the, the OHL actually just got uh, told by our fantastic Minister of Sport, Tourism and Culture in Ontario, Lisa McLeod. Get your shit together, Lisa. That uh, if you want to have a season in the OHL this year, you are going to have to remove fighting. Uh, checking any body contact whatsoever. Um, I'm just going to give Lisa McLeod a piece of advice. Not that you're listening, but if anybody knows her, could you please tell her that next time just say it's a bubble or nothing. It just makes it so much easier because no one's going to paint their skates white and go play sequence. Some game that I'm not even going to call the age word. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? That's, is completely ridiculous. Well said, Wally. Well said. Like, uh, I, I, I don't watch basketball. Now they're just going to put basketball <laughs> on skates and, you know. Right. Could you imagine? We'll, we'll just play four and four then. Or three on three. Now, now there's no more sellies in the corner. You can't hug anybody when they score a goal. Let's so, all meet up at the, uh, the, the the school playground. We'll just get some nets and stuff. There'll be, there'll be more rougher stuff at the school oh, playground. Right. We'll get some rash going or something. Right. Dude. That is the most fucking ridiculous thing I have ever heard in my entire life. How the hell are these guys supposed to go in? Some of these guys, it's their fucking draft year. Yeah. You know what I mean? These kids have fucking worked their nuts off for their past probably three, four years of their life. Trying to get, obviously, looks from like all these NHL teams. So picture this. Picture you're in your draft year. You're doing well. You're a 30, 40 goal a year guy in the OHL. You're draft year. You're coming into your final year in the OHL. Let's say you haven't been drafted yet. And then all of a sudden this shit's coming in to where like you can't check. What if you're one of those grinders? What if that's your only way into the NHL is you're one of those grinders? I'm crushing everybody. You, you know you, what I mean? You, like, then you keep grinding. Grinding. Then yeah. what do you do? Like, oh, you, you can't check or fight? Like, what? how the fuck are you supposed to play hockey? I'm going to knock so many guys out in this league. That is like, not, that, that, that is not even going to happen. I I mean I can't even see that. Yeah, I don't see it. Either. I don't see it. It's impossible. Who wants to play? Do you want? I mean, how much stick work is going to happen now? Oh my Which God. is only going to increase the fighting, right? But you can't fight. I know, but I mean that's what it's going to do. Mm-hmm. If you can't 
check somebody, you're gonna. It's you're, ridiculous. It, they should. Uh, they should just uh, cancel them. Cancel it or yeah. do a bubble. There's your. There's your option. Right. I think the OHL. You either plan it or you don't. Yeah. I think the OHL though would be hard for them to do a bubble because those kids are in fucking school still. Oh, you can get tutors in there. You yeah. can get classrooms. Oh yeah, you can I get guess all you that could. Shit. A lot of people but are doing, is the NHL, uh, or, of, sorry, are doing is, homeschooling right now. I right. think that's going to have a way to go. How bad do you want to play? Is the OHL have enough money to do that for all their players? The OHL's got money. The OHL's got cash. London's got more money than all of the OHL. <laughs> <laughs> right? But, but, but think about this. Look at the way hockey's going now. We talked about it the last episode about uh, the Quebec League saying, yeah. if you fight, you're getting 15 minutes in penalties. Mm-hmm. Right? So so now, and now the OHL is going, no, you can't touch anybody. Yeah. I say That's, you take the season out, you go group stage knockout for the season, straight to a playoff. Yeah, it's not a and horrible almost, idea. Almost World Cup-ish yep. soccer, you know what yep. I mean? Yeah. Like that kind of way. Because you're not going to be able to get a season in, you know what I mean? It's going to take too long, you're adding playoffs on top, so you're kind of trying to make it a season mm-hmm. and crunch it into like a two to three month span, you know what yeah. I mean? So, uh, yeah. and most of these kids are staying at billets anyway, so what's the difference if they're staying in a hotel? Right. You know what I mean? Like... They they were very successful with the NHL doing this. Mm-hmm. You know, they knew what they're doing, and I'm sure the NHL could step in and give them help yeah. on how to do it. These guys are the ones going to feed your league, yeah. so you need to take care of those OHL kids, Absolutely. you know, college kids. However, you essentially that's where a lot of of the draft picks come from is right. the OHL. Yeah, OHL and Quebec, I would say a lot of them are from there. Mm-hmm. Probably half the draft, or, or maybe a little over half the draft is from there. Right. Which I is don't know. fucking it's, nuts. It's, it's embarrassing. Get, get your shit together, Lisa. Yeah, Fox like, yeah, I, I, she was under Doug Ford. Like, Doug, speak to the woman. I don't know what to say. Yeah, he seems like a really rough and tumble guy. Like, he's played <laughs> the game. But I bet she hasn't. <laughs> Speaking of the fucking draft here, top four countries there. 70 from Canada, 52 from the U.S., 32 from Sweden, 24 from Russia. Those are the top four countries. Go Canada. So, as usual. Well, you can see where the, the, they're coming from, right? So, mm-hmm. let, let's figure it out. Mm-hmm. And a lot of those kids are coming and playing here, like from Russia. Yeah. They're playing here in the OHL. Yeah. I think they're only allowed to have, what, one or two on a team or something? Yeah. There's an import for imports, yeah. Yeah. But I think there's only I think they're only allowed like one or two per team or something like that. Yeah, I'm not sure. Speaking of no like of uh of Russians or whatever, that uh guy from the Lightning there that played for Windsor, Sergachev, Sir, yep. still a free agent. Wow. So was Tyler Johnson. Yeah. How does nobody sign these guys? Maybe Tyler Johnson was a stud in their first mm. game. Sergachev was really good, too. Yeah. I'd, I'd like to see the wing. Hey, grab them both. Here. Like, I'm just saying, when you I remember, got the money when for I remember it. Tampa Bay's first cup, he was one of the names I remember from that Stanley Cup one. Yeah. yeah. Tyler Johnson. Yeah. Oh, my Lord. Yeah, he's, he's been, been unreal. Large. He's been unreal. So, you got anything about... We are talking about injuries or something. Yeah. Well, yeah. Oh, no. Well, I was just going to say Dallas as we were talking about the trades and all that kind of stuff. Dallas Fox assigned a five-year, $16.2 million contract for Dallas. That was the, wow. the final on that. But speaking of Dallas, last week I kind of went on a little rant about where everybody was other than Sagan. Other than Sagan. And then the, the day after we did the podcast, we actually got the uh, the true list of injuries oh. from the Dallas Stars oh, at boy. Cup final time. Oh, Are boy. you ready? Shoot it. We were talking about Tyler Sagan. It's a torn labrum in the hip. 
after the uh, finals were over. He finally went and didn't put a shot of cortisone in it and found out he's going to be out four months. He's going to miss the beginning of next season. Wow. Jamie Ben shoulder injury. Rue Pence, fractured ankle, injured hip. Jason Dickinson, foot ankle injury. Blake Como, separated shoulder. Lindell had an in hand injury. Klingbird had a shoulder injury. Uh, Johns had a concussion. Foxen got taken out of the third game with a hand injury. Feeden had knee surgery. Bishop had knee surgery in May. Uh, Kudobin was getting injections into his hands for numbness and nerve damage. Holy fuck. I mean, you put, like, I, I, that's the first thing. Um, they had a super shitty start to the season. Mid-season coach swap. You got COVID. Games in a bubble. You know, and all that going on, you still came out, took Calgary out in six games, took the Colorado Avalanche out in game seven overtime. You took Vegas out, which I thought was a pretty stellar yeah. team this year. Two in favorites. five games. And you still made it to game six of the Stanley Cup Finals. With all those injuries, a lot of those guys were playing yeah. with it, not like on injured reserve or anything. Yeah. So they were playing while this is all going on. So all I want to say is uh, sorry for saying where the hell were you guys were basically in an emergency room. <laughs> so uh, congratulations on your great season, guys. Way to go, Dallas. So you want to be a hockey player, right? Well, Shows you the heart. Shows you the heart. What you, what you need was, to put out to get a cup. There was basically know. something wrong with three lines. Yeah, three out of your. I, four I read that Dowling. Something wrong with it, every guy. I think, I think Dowling, which I believe is the fourth line right winger, throughout the entire season, he played sixty nine games. In those sixty nine games, he played a grand total of two minutes nineteen seconds on the penalty kill. Game six. One minute and 19 seconds. <laughs> you know what I mean? That just shows. No, really needed you. I mean, Dallas just had nothing left. Yeah. You know, there's. Yes. Holy crap. Unfortunate man. that's how it ends. But I mean, uh, you know, even the coach was saying that too. He's like, there's just nothing, nothing left. I'm pretty sure that he basically just put out the seniors on the last game. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> Help us out. You know. Have you, been, have you been on the ice yet during the Stanley Cup <laughs> finals? You know what I mean? You know, it's like the bronze award. Also, too, they said that the uh, the NHL regular season is going to start New Year's Day. Do you think they just start it with a Winter Classic? Hmm. That's uh, that'd be fun. It'd be fun, yeah. If they can even have fans. Well, I'm I'm gonna I'm guessing they're gonna have to go back into a bubble, man. It's gonna be another bubble. I don't think it's gone by then. Are they going to be able to play a whole season in a bubble? Though? Then you're going like, to get a bunch of those guys. That? You're going to have to play? have like what four bubbles at least, almost, almost yeah. for well, all like your. I said, or what is it? Six? The only option. What do you I do? Do you just put like a certain amount of teams in them? Everybody in that everybody switches bubbles. You already have you already have divisions. You go group knockout, like I was talking earlier, like the the World Cup kind of thing. Group mm. knockout stage, so it's not an 85 game season you know what i mean you're uh, gonna have a grand total of about eight games top three are going on you know what i mean i was I saying why that. wouldn't they put some like if they have like multiple bubbles right where you can have like let's say five or six teams per like fucking bubble division, you're saying kind yeah of? you can do that and then when they have to play one another outside of your fucking division you could just have a couple teams switch bubbles you know what i mean because they already had them on on the move that a little might bit fly in the states during I the think, playoffs. I don't think that's going to happen in Canada. All your Canadian teams are going to have to stay here. Yeah. Or you got a 14-day quarantine when you come over here. Yeah. 
So what's what's the point? But they also said in the same sense that they were willing to um, not have the 14-day quarantine because they were going into their own bubble. Well, yeah, that's what I mean. If you literally go from the rink straight onto a fucking jet, straight into another bubble... Because let's face it, those guys are not walking through the airport and everything. No. They got a fucking bus waiting shit. right by their yep. plane, well, right? Well, so they're going to get off the plane, plans. walk right onto a bus. I think they can do it if they have certain teams just swapping. I don't bubbles. think it's going to work in two countries. That's going to be the sticking point for for the Canadian. If it was all just one, it would be fine. You'd that's be, that's you'd why be the able whole to do entire that. Stanley Cup finals slash playoffs, everything was in Canada. It was just or they would have the safest, to, or they would have to take those teams and move them. You know what I mean, and give them the fourteen days off, but they got to stay. Kind of like they we don't did have they, for they, like they the Jays, right? They made yeah. them move over to Buffalo, to Buffalo. and stay there. Yeah. Yeah. But you got to mm-hmm. stay there. You can't you can't be going from arena to arena. Yeah, I wonder so you what take, they would do. What do you do? You take, but there's thirty thirty some teams. 30. Yeah, but then you're still gonna have to have every single team. Like you're gonna have to play that. You're coming. That's what I mean. I don't know well, how every the single, fuck they're, they're, they're they would do that. Not every single team. No, you just well whoever you're playing that side and that side, yeah. And then at the end. Now so you, every team's going to have to come here. You'd have to take a 14-day two layoff. Weeks, two week quarantine yeah. to play one, or you know what, they're going to, I'd imagine they'd play all the games. Right. If that even happened, which I just don't see it. Right? If they're doing that, then you just leave all the teams in Canada, in Canada, and you just have, like, I don't know, like I said, it's too hard to well, fucking they, tell. They could, they could do that. You take your, your, all the your US east and the west in the U.S. And you when they come them. over to the U.S., you hit all the teams in Canada. You can't have them come over. It'll be all Canadian that's teams what staying I mean. in it their own be, bubble, yeah, and that's so, it. Right? Yeah. I'm just saying. I mean, but I, what I'm mean, saying is, how the fuck six. do you run a full season in a bubble? Yeah. That's there's too many, long. Too, too long away from their families. It's well, they're not going to run a full season because they're not no. starting until Christmas this anyway. So you've already missed two thing. months, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I say knockout. That's the only way it's going to happen. Knockout straight to playoffs. I think they're going to travel and do everything normally, and they're going to play in empty arenas. Because I bet you is what's going to happen. Yeah. Until the so league has an Toronto, outbreak, like, what, no they'll one, fly. Why not? Oh, I'm yeah. telling you, man. So they're Batman will work something else. out they're with the fucking government. Else. So was every other... Well, you'd, have to move, you, you'd have to move every Canadian team to the U.S. Right. right? So you're going to have, like, you know, Montreal and what? New, New Hampshire or something? I don't know, and, man. And Toronto How else would they go? And you're not coming back for six months. They're starting... On the first of fucking January, so they're they're playing. It's, oh, that's what I mean. So it's a matter point. of how the fuck are they going to do this? A lot, should, work, a lot of work ahead for them. We should definitely look into seeing how they got they this they ha- they haven't released shit about it yet. They yeah. just said that the season's starting on the first. I've been watching because I because that's what I've been yeah. wondering. Good luck. How the hell are they going to do? Unless they know some shit. Unless they, they start they, fucking allowing fans fucking, in the buildings now. I, I just think if you're going to go back to that bubble play, there's going to be a lot of guys that went and did the bubble that aren't. That don't, that don't uh, you know do what it. I mean? Maybe they'll I, only I, do it for the playoffs. Yeah. Maybe they'll only do it for the playoffs again. But if they do like a half season, like you're saying, like this this knockout stage, that 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 could work. It has to be done fairly quick. No one wants to stay there away from their families. You know right. what I mean? For that long. And the people, even the guys that uh, didn't make it to the cup finals were saying that. You know what I mean? It's too long. You know what I mean? And the bubble sucked. But they were saying it's still going to be a like 50, 60 game fucking season. Don't see it. Like, I don't know how. Don't see it. If anybody can pull it off, though, it will be Gary Batman. If anybody so, can pull uh, it let, off. Let, let, let even though I think this. he's a fucking donkey. He's still so if they're taking, good at what he does. If they're taking... Checking, hitting, touching, everything out of uh, 
the OHL? What are they doing in the NHL? How could it be okay? The only way they can do that, I think, is you're, because you're, you're under laws. the same roof as, yeah. as Lisa McLeod is when it comes to the Toronto Maple Leafs. Well, because you, you can't have one rule for one and one not one for the uh, other. You know what I mean? It's the same rules apply. And so it's not going to happen. It's going to be a bubble, man. It has to be. If, it's, it's I just wanted to finish this for a second. <laughs> if you move those teams to the United States, you're under different laws. That's the only way it works, right? Mm-hmm. That's all I was trying to say. It is that you can't get you can't get done here. It won't no. be able to. No, right? I'm agreeing. With they're you. they're not saying the OHL can do this and the NHL can do this in Canada. Yep. She's saying no, none of it. So I am one of them. The only way they you. do it is yep. they move the NHL to the states. Yeah. Yep. And they have their own rules, and they just do whatever the. Or they, they move a couple of those teams fucking down here a little bit, where it's a little more open. What do you mean? They'd have to bring. They the still have to no, do I the know, rules, I know, right? You still I have to follow I don't know. The rules, I, listen, right? I don't know, man. I've just read that they're going to play like yeah. 50, 60 games. Well, then season. the only thing I, if that is the case, they're going to play this many. That's what's happening. Every team's going over the border of the states for the entire yeah. time. How the fuck would the guys from Canada do that? Well, the same way that the guys from the U.S. Because the U.S. all have to be in bubbles too, right? (laughs) Yeah, but even you do it for two months opposed to six is a little different. Oh, they don't have no, no, their laws are different. No fans, that's all. So, do you think they'll start letting fans in now that the NFL kind of is? I've seen it in I've seen it at the NFL, and uh, like you know, everyone seemed to be you know baseball too. Yeah, keeping in their little you know whoever you came. Yeah, but I, like, yeah. I, I watched a football game yesterday. There's there's 30 people standing there hanging out all together. Like yeah. no, no <laughs> seats in between them. No, that was the Dallas game. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're watching it, right? What the fuck? I yeah, know. which actually kind of off a uh, topic here a little bit, Doc. We want to. We just want to give him seriously. Yeah, after just talking yeah, about the stars. Yeah, we yeah. just we we just we're Bruce normally a fucking fuck. we're we're like normally hockey hundred percent on here, but this guy's an athlete, and we just want to seriously wish him a speedy recovery because that was a fucking nasty nasty ankle injury. So they literally said that the bone was through the skin. So he's it's he so went into surgery last night and everything. So. We wish him the best. If so. I see, I've seen him on uh, on, a, on a social media. He had a little thumbs up today. So I mean, yeah. I'm hope he's good good spirits and it reminded me of Heisman. That was insane, oh. man. That was fucking insane. And then you got Alex Smith coming back. Oh. We're going into a total football yeah. thing. No, here, but, but I mean, still though, I just I just <laughs> I wanted know. to say just because we seen it yesterday and we were yeah. all like, holy shit. Yeah. So we well, just I, wish on him a final note, recovery. all I can say is is a great job picking up Andy Dalton from the Cincinnati Bengals because he's going to stud out for you for the rest of the year. Yeah, as far he, as I'm concerned. he did come through. Does anybody have anything else about hockey, or are we all good? I wanted to give it up for uh, Justin Williams retiring. Boom. Philadelphia, Carolina, the L.A. Kings, Washington Capitals, three Stanley Cups, two of the L.A. Kings, one with Carolina. Mr. Game 7, 2014 con Smythe winner. Happy retirement. Total fucking butte, that Beaut. guy. Yeah. Fucking man rocket, too. Yeah, he is a handsome bastard. Yep. Good for him. Great career. All right, boys. You guys want to drink a couple of these Kingsvilles? Yeah, Absolutely. <laughs> Let's do it. All right, boys and girls, I should say. <laughs> Aunt, Rob, Wally, Jack, we're signing off. See ya. Peace. Yeah, I can get behind it.